Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people all over the world. Join hands, start a love train. It's another week, another week of Married at First Sight. I don't know, wonderfulness, I guess. Because it's almost <laughs> at the end. We're it's, almost I don't there. think it's a love train. I definitely don't think it's no, that. No, it's um, no love train here. No, no love train. Uh, maybe a train of... Train wreck. Yeah, maybe a train wreck. Um, yeah, so we will be recapping... The last episode of the season, the mm-hmm. part two reunion. Very exciting. Is we'll we'll go along as if as if it's gonna be exciting. Yeah. Um yeah. it's part two of the reunion. Before we jump into that, anything in the streets happening? Um, nothing that I, I don't think we covered last time. As you guys okay. remember, we were looking over the cast um, Instagram oh. profiles well, from what we could see. Yeah. Um, not much there. And then Oh, the new expert. Oh yes. We did My see My mom even knew about that. I was like, oh, girl. Oh Lord. See, this must be what they want then. So I don't know if you guys know, but we have two new experts. Uh Dr. Viviana apparently has other plans. I guess her book tour must be flourishing. Or maybe yeah, she's designing she's no book tour. or maybe she's that. doing some some wardrobe. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe she's got a line coming out. I don't know. But um we will have two new experts. One is an African-American male by the name of, what's his name? Devon? Devon Devin? Franklin. Devon Franklin. Um, and I don't know the other woman. Uh, I think it said Pia somebody. Dr. Pia something or other. Is she a doctor? I didn't see that. I think that's, oh, maybe I could be wrong. Let me check it up here. So, so, so Dr. Viviana will be gone. So it'll be Dr. Pepper, Pastor Cal. Devon Franklin, who I guess is another pastor, another black male It is Dr. Piaholic. Okay, well, good. A renowned psychotherapist who specializes in sex and couples therapy. So she will be the Dr. Viviana. Okay, so it's a new doctor, and then we're getting another... Um, another Reverend black Devon. male reverend. Yeah. Do we do we think we needed another one, though? Did we need that? <laughs> um, I'm not I mean, sure why we need so many... Eggs. I'm not sure. Well, okay. Let's get into <laughs> Devon Franklin because some of you may recognize it and it may perk some ears up. Mm. Um, and if it does for you, it may be because you came to know about him the same way I did. Um, he married Megan Good, who has been, um, you know, like, uh, She's been in the Hollywood scene since she was a young child. Yeah, she's been acting um, for forever. Like, she's an amazing yeah, actress. She's in Gorgeous. a lot of, like, tradition, not traditional, but classic black movies. She's mm-hmm. just, she's in a lot of things. Um, I don't remember her really being known to date anyone before this man, but they had gotten married, and he was some yes. pastor, and they had decided Very to strange. wait. They did a book together called so The weird. Wait. Um, <laughs> so things were all good, right? They were like, were they good? interviews and things? I don't know. Suddenly, since I think since this year, they've gotten divorced. So I'm interested to know what he has to bring to the table with his <laughs> based on what I know about his marriage history, marrying Megan Good. Megan Good usually plays 
um I feel like she can get pigeonholed into like a loose woman in in the movies that she's in just because she's she's sexy but they'll like over sexualize her um so I'm not sure because I think I don't remember her being all holier than now before him but now that she's done with him she's doing some promo for what is she doing that promo for with like oh, the short wet, wet bob and the bathing suit? Yeah, she's in this uh, bathing suit line, matte collection, maybe? I think that's okay. what it is. Yeah, so because she's, she's gorgeous. Like, Megan she Good is, is just so Skin, stunning. flawless. Yeah, she's very stunning. And she was recently in an Amazon show called, oh my God, Harlem. I just had it. Harlem, that I actually really enjoyed. I enjoyed um, it too. I really liked it. Surprisingly, yeah. I didn't think I was. So I honestly don't understand why Devin Franklin is going to be on the show. Like I said, I don't need another black male misogynist. Um, so who, he's you know, billed as a Hollywood producer, best-selling author, and relationship advisor. Oh my God. So just, I don't know if he's currently <sighs> pastoring a, a congregation or not, but... <laughs> I think we know the answer to that. Also, is Pastor Cal pastoring a congregation no, where is his church he's not oh i'm just so over them i'm sorry you guys i'm not really excited about this news um so they'll know, be with us here shortly in july that quick yes so they will we'll they'll get to know there. a lot about them i somehow feel like dr pepper is running the show Maybe. And I don't know why. Maybe I she's like she's like, yes. strings. Or maybe they're just like, we need more eyes on this. So they got Devin Franklin because he why? will bring, you know, this, you know, because this isn't about, you know, love and marriage. It's about entertainment. Is he entertaining? Right. I've never seen him on like a TV show, to be fair. I've never Honestly, seen like, that's true. I've never heard so. him speak. I've never heard anything about him. I mean, that's, I've never like, okay. I've never heard him say anything. Yes, that part. So, okay, maybe we'll we'll wait and evaluate, but our hopes are not high for, for this. So no, just throwing it out there. Um, also, the couples have been announced. That's happened um, for next season, but we'll cover that next season. You can look them up. There are, I think, five couples again, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, five couples, four experts, San Diego. We'll see how it goes. Without further ado, bringing us back to our Boston cast in our reunion. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what they're calling it. Yeah, they're saying reunion like people were apart. I guess they were apart for five months. I forgot about that. Okay. <laughs> mm, okay, so we're starting off the reunion with the ladies on the stage. So it's just all ladies. All the ladies are in separate chairs. They're in same dresses that we described last time so everyone's in a different color apparently they coordinated to make sure that they weren't wearing the same colors i think the lineup is from left to right katina Alyssa, jasmina and then noi and then Lindsay. and this lineup is important because apparently Alyssa is friends with katina and jasmina which mm. news to me and shocking to me so I had noticed her before kind of sitting like when they I saw them arranged before and it's been kind of like her in the middle of like the black women but I just thought that was so like you know you guys we can't be all together you know Mm -hmm. um I thought that was on purpose I think it's still on purpose now to keep her away from Lindsay but whatever um Katina shares her first impressions of everyone we hear that the ladies apparently have a group chat and they talk all the time um, mm-hmm. via text. Uh, 
We also hear that Alyssa blocked Lindsay on social media. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a little controversy here um, because Alyssa says she blocked her based on Lindsay saying mean things about her at the bachelorette party um, and indicating that she had no self-awareness or something like that is what she said mm-hmm. about her at the bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. So Alyssa says, based on that, I just blocked her. I didn't want to deal with it, blah, 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 blah. Lindsay was like, well, no, I called her and I apologized and blah, blah, blah. Alyssa's like, that's not what happened. She did not apologize. She basically called and was like, explaining herself, I guess. And so Alyssa didn't have time for it and hung up on her is what I gathered from that. <laughs> Jasmina says she doesn't have Lindsay blocked, but she unfollowed her. So Lindsay, being her typical self, has, I guess, exiled herself from from some of the women in the group and just basically, you know, she's not in Boston anymore, so it doesn't even matter at this point. Um, the other thing we hear, uh, Kevin asked who was surprised about the breakups since uh, since Decision Day. Katina says she was surprised by Jasmina and Michael and by Lindsay and Mark. She thought everybody would, would work it out. Mm-hmm. Um, or, no, I'm sorry, Katina wasn't surprised. But Noi said she was surprised by both. I think Noi lives in her own world. Yes, I, I was very like, like, what the hell? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? As everyone is talking, Noi is just kind of there thinking about probably like her favorite song or what she's going to eat after this. She's just not really she's getting just into the present. drama like the other women. Yeah. So it's an interesting dynamic. Um, and I don't know if it's because of Alyssa or if it's because of Lindsay. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Should I keep going or are you ready? Um, where do we go? Hold on, because it's just. So I can keep much going. Happening. I think that was a commercial or something. Oh, we get bullets, into. Yeah, I'm not sure if they follow anything. <laughs> we get into Katina Nalajuan, I believe. Yes. Because, okay, Let's perfect. Them. Yes. Um, so Kevin describes them as, and I quote, a couple that just makes you smile. <sighs> um, not accurate. False. Yeah. I don't like, are we, were we watching <laughs> the same show? Um, so we get a little clip of, of dinner and, um, Olajuwon is talking about how she doesn't have any life experience and what she can't do. And he needs to know who he's married to. Jasmina says that she cussed Olajuwon out multiple times. Um, she says they were very close. Like her and Mark were very close with Katina and Olajuwon and she and Olajuwon would have one-on-one conversations about the cooking thing and how he talks to Katina and how, you know, she doesn't believe in gender roles. Lindsay says that Olajuwon, you know, is really special because he can admit when he's wrong and he will apologize. Um, Kevin asks what Katina does when he gets that way now. And Katina says that she just talks shit back to him because that's the that's the solution. Um, So then we talk about her ring and how massive it is. And Katina says this is for all the times he embarrassed me on camera. Damn. It's like a guilt ring. Like, right. Not to bring up old stuff, but you remember when Kobe gave Vanessa that ring? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hold on now. We can't, we can't speak of Kobe. Well, that's why I said not to bring up old stuff, but it was like very public, like that kind of thing. It was, that was bad. Anywho's. Yeah. Let's move forward. Um, so then, um, we transition into Noi and Steve and all the girls say that they didn't know, they didn't know that they were actually having problems because they never said anything. And so when they came out at the retreat and said that they were having some issues, everyone was very shocked. 
Noi says that they had a very easy beginning and then somewhere in the middle they had a lot of tension. Katina says that when she heard about Steve and the job, she just assumed he had money since he wasn't working. And she didn't <laughs> judge him as long as he could take care of Noi and her family. Lindsay says that no man... Uh, no, Lindsay says that this man needs a job, period. And she said mm. she wanted to see the drive and the dedication. Jasmina makes a point to say that she agrees, but she didn't judge him right away. Um, so then they all go around the room and ask who they think will have babies first. Everyone says Noi and Steve. And then we get a really, you know, uncomfortable clip package of Lindsay being ridiculous. Mm. Lindsay reflects and says her behavior has gotten her into trouble. She's put her foot in her mouth multiple times, but she loves feedback and is very receptive to it. Lies again. Alyssa says that Lindsay made her very uncomfortable. Alyssa says that um, Lindsay was just really being rude and disrespectful to her at the bachelorette party. Lindsay says that Alyssa was sending Mark messages on Instagram and Lindsay mm. wanted her gone because everyone else was here for marriage and she wasn't. Alyssa says that Mark checked on her to make sure she was okay. And Katina said that those messages were not appropriate, were not inappropriate. So why is everyone like rallying around Alyssa? Like we know what she's about. Like we know she's a Trumper. We know she didn't like old boy because he, you know, had that post about Black Lives Matter. So like, do they not know this? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Because like, it's not like these black women to just cape for this random white woman that y'all know would throw y'all under the bus at any at any given time. Like, you know she does not care about that, our issues. I was having a hard time with it. I was like, are y'all really friends? Because it's I know so she will weird. go and vote against you every right. chance. Right, every chance. Like, this woman said that she supports law enforcement and first... Well, no, I'm sorry. She said first responders, as if to try and make it. Mm -hmm. Like, we know what you mm -hmm. mean. We know you mean police. So, I just don't... And then, even when they were saying that, you know, Alyssa wants a country man, and I'm like, y'all do know what that means right like i'm just so confused. i'm not i was like you know i feel like katina's already like we've established she's like mentally young <laughs> in the way she thinks about things so. mentally young yes um so i'm like katina i don't take anything she says too seriously because i don't know if she knows a whole lot about like the deeper understandings like the deep dives and things um, but I was wondering, I was sitting there and I was like, they're like, this is our friend. And so <laughs> I just, I don't so see it. Um, I don't know. And I guess Alyssa talks to everybody on Instagram, so it's not personal, but, um, she, Lindsay was saying that she would come over to the apartments to hang out, which was part of her plan, I guess, all along. And that's when she would talk shit and all this. Lindsay says she's not a good person. I don't know. It's just like a lot of back and forth with them. And even though the messages weren't inappropriate, and I don't know why they would be, because I don't think uh, I don't think anybody's after Mark, especially not Alyssa. Um, so I just I'm like I don't know. But mm -hmm. the part when Katina is telling Lissa like be strong and speak up don't let Lindsay bully you I just find both of them aren't great people yeah they're really not like at all I just I don't know I don't know 
Um, where did you actually? So I stopped off? at. Um, hold on. Uh, okay, so we get into Jasmina, Noy, and Lindsay. This is where I was like, I'm so confused. I don't understand what's happening. So apparently there's a disagreement. Lindsay was talking about Alyssa. It was Jasmina, Noy, and Lindsay in the car okay. on yes. the way back from the after put party. A point right there. Yeah. Yes. So Lindsay was apparently talking shit about Alyssa, and Jasmina said, "Look, that's my girl. She's not here to defend herself, so don't talk about her." Jasmina said, don't be a mean girl. Lindsay said, well, you can get out the car and go to the airport. Ooh, mm. girl. <laughs> Jasmina said that she sent Lindsay a message after that, saying that that was very uncomfortable. And moving forward, she didn't want her energy around her. Noy says that she does not remember Jasmina getting loud, but she was establishing a boundary and didn't mm. want Lindsay to talk, to talk about Alyssa since she wasn't there. And Jasmina was not yelling. Jasmina said that Lindsay was being super messy and was telling Noy to like check her DMs about this fucking lion tattoo. I was like, how old are y'all? This is so this is messy. Exactly. And I think that's probably why Jasmina was annoyed because Lindsay's a shit starter. Yeah. And even like, I don't know if I would get in the car with Lindsay for her to take me anywhere because I just wouldn't trust it. But for her to say get out of the car because I'm telling you not to talk about somebody who's not here to defend themselves. Right. Like, come on. But I believe she said it. And I, I feel like we haven't really heard Jasmine yell the whole the whole season. No, she'll, she she'll really. You know, she'll get straight, get you straight, but I don't I don't know. Poor Noy, I guess she was just there, just a casualty. <laughs> just a casualty of what was happening. Honestly. Um, but it's it was very like once they got to this lion and eagle thing, the notes get a little crazy because I was like I don't I don't know what's going on anymore. There's lion tattoo and an eagle tattoo. Noi could be upset about it, so that's why we're talking about it. And Lindsay wants everyone to check their DMs to make sure they know what happened. And I don't I don't know. <laughs> Noi just didn't want anyone else to think that she had their husband. Uh, Girl, again, nobody worry about her. Steve ain't a cowboy. And I think we now know that Alyssa has a very set belief in who she in who she wants. But I think it's just really childish for Lindsay very. to continue bringing it up, sending people DMs, trying to get everybody's Girl. attention on this issue, which is not even an issue. <laughs> it's not even. A, it's so like, check your DMs. I'm just so disgusted. <laughs> like, I'm just it's, like, what? <laughs> Like, check your DMs in front of everybody so you can Right. Have a fight. And then, like, couldn't you just like. tell me, like, why I gotta check my DMs and we literally sit in the car? Why I gotta check my DMs? Why can't you just tell <laughs> We're me? We're all like, looking at each other. It's so fucking childish, yo. Lindsay yeah, is I'm, I'm sure that's why Jasmine doesn't have time for it because it's just one thing after another after another. And I don't feel like Lindsay's really close with any of the girls. She could probably say she's close to, to oh, Noi, right? Is that what they said? That she's close to Noi last week? Yeah, but is Noi really an active participant? Noi is not really close with. I don't think anybody. I think Noi's just there. Yeah, that's true. I agree. I think she's just you know she just married. She's just there for her husband. That's about it. Which is which is okay because there's drama here. Yeah, with, with everyone else, they do. Or Kevin asked, "What kind of male would be good for Lindsay?" Um. I think they say adventurous, patient, someone with money, blah, blah, blah. They asked Lindsay specifically what kind of man Jasmina needs and give Lindsay the opportunity to say something nice. Lindsay says she thinks one family focus. J- 
Jasmina says, I appreciate that. It just kind of <laughs> keeps it keeps it at that. Um, Noah says, Jasmina needs an intellectual. Alyssa says she needs someone kind, caring, compassionate. And Lindsay's like, let's just be real, y'all. We're describing Michael. And Jasmine's like, but no one, not one of y'all said communication. So I guess she's still harping on that. They have an interesting segment coming up, too. I was a little... I don't know. I just want to discuss it. Um, same thing happens. What kind of man would be good for Alyssa? Katina... Well, Jasmine tries to talk first, but Katina was asked the question, so she's going to talk first. Katina says a country cowboy. Jasmine agrees. Country cowboy. They say boots, hat, and with a straw in the mouth. Someone you get off a farm. Uh, (laughs) I mean, nothing gross, but that's just so specific. It is very specific. Um, I hope she was that specific when she told the experts, but I will get to that. We'll Uh, get to that. (laughs) She says she's country and rides horses and shoots guns. So that's what she's attracted to. Yeah. Wow. Yep. It's, um, yeah, I, maybe I should make that a routine to go back and watch these matchmaking specials at the end of the season. I mean, because she truly like, I mean, it's just very, she's just been very clear. And so I'm like, did the does she not tell the expert? Like I'm just so confused. I don't. Yeah, I wonder because even remember before their wedding, she was saying she wanted like leather and lace and cowboy boots with her dress or something. Leather like that, and lace. So. What does that even mean? Is that not what she said? Did I make that up? I don't know. But I feel like I've heard that before. Like leather. Let me look it up. Leather and lace country. I like, think what's that's the like leather? a country. Oh, the leather stands for like like your horse gear and stuff. Um, okay. Because of the leather, like in the her- the horse stirrups and stuff like from saddle. my, uh-huh. yeah, like a saddle from my, you know, Yellowstone Oh, it's a song by Don Henley and Stevie Nicks. That makes sense. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, this was released in 1981. So, okay. It probably is a whole vibe behind it. But I need to watch the matchmaking special and see if she was this uh, adamant then. And also see if Elijah was this adamant about the cooking thing because something just ain't curling all the way over with these these two people and these fixed ideas of what they want. Yeah. But at least Elijah stuck it out, I guess, and tried to see if you know Katina could cook and maybe Alyssa could have uh, took Chris horseback riding or something. <sighs> I don't know. Well, we'll get to the part with the experts because there's a lot of questions yes, about that Yes, absolutely. Too, Do you want to take us into the fellas, as Kevin called them? Ooh, is that what he called them? Okay. Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> so we have the husbands on stage, the people who were married, each and every one of them. Apparently, it's a real bromance. Um, Kevin quickly points out that Mark seems like a different person without Lindsay. And Mark is like, yeah, because these guys have more positivity. I feel more at ease. And we've said this, like, I think throughout the season. Every time Lindsay is next to Mark, Mark looks like he needs immediate Yes. He's attention. like, please remove me he looks from the space. petrified. Yes. Um, some of the guys feel they've had to stand up for him and kind of make sure that Lindsay doesn't bully him. Elijah and Lindsay, I guess they form some kind of friendship throughout the season. But he says she doesn't have bad intentions, but she's just very quick to point the finger and doesn't hold herself accountable at all. Which, you know, Elijah, that's what he specializes in, holding himself accountable. Um, 
Kevin also says, Kevin is also a shit starter. Um, but he's like, yeah, she won't hesitate to speak about your mom and grandma either. And I was like, why would we have to bring that up? But Mark is like, yeah, it bothers me because they're, anything about them is irrelevant to the relationship. She's just doing it to hurt him, which she is. And then he also says she spit on his shirt during that last argument. And I was like, wow. But spitting wow. on a shirt, I'm like, did she just... Did she miss? Yeah, like, I'm just, I'm confused. Or was she just, like, really in his face and spit just flew out? I think that's the the disagreement we're going to have here shortly. Yeah, because um, I, would, I wouldn't, I mean, yeah, like, what? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Okay, so I don't know. He says she spit on his shirt, <laughs> not in his face, but on his shirt. And he says really he strange. was, he's been frightened of her. There are times where he would like just end up shaking in arguments. He would just be so, I guess, terrified um, of her ability Sorry. to get physical. I don't know if she's like poked him in the chest or what's happened. <laughs> Mark sounds like a battered man. <laughs> are you okay? Just leave. Just leave. Okay. Um, so... They talk about all the things going on outside of the marriage. He says that they were cleaning out the apartment, all the things that have happened um, since they got married. As far as cleaning out his apartment when he had the bugs, we get the montage of that. Him trying to get a different job that didn't do the split shift thing. Losing yeah, his what cat. is split, like, split shifts, what does that mean? I think it's just not like a traditional eight to five. Mm. Okay. Google will probably tell us. Um, I think it's just like a weird way to do your hours. Oh, so but like... maybe you get more money if you do split shifts. A split shift is type of work schedule which you divide an employee's work day into two or more parts. Yeah. Oh, God. Of the work day? That's nuts. Yeah, so it's like, I leave, then I come back. Wow. <laughs> um, so I think that would be annoying in a marriage, but <gasps> maybe you get a bonus if you do split shifts. Maybe it's a couple more dollars an hour. Who mm. knows? When they show the footage of him losing the cat, he's all emotional. He says, life is good now, but it was a tough time, you know, during the eight weeks. Um, they point out how Lindsay was there for him through all that. And, you know, he says that, you know, she she was there for the right reasons, he believes. Um, and her intentions are good, but she just triggers a lot in him. And it was the, probably the most emotional thing he's ever been through. Michael, we don't hear from Michael a lot. I think Michael's a little shut down on this reunion. <laughs> um, but Michael says, even though she's been there for you through some hard times and her intentions are good, the good doesn't always cancel out the bad. And um, Steve was like, yeah, man, you're just better off without her. They're kind of championing around him. So it's tough, but I don't know. I think they should probably be apart. I think it's for the best. Um, do you want to take us into the Alyssa and Chris conversation? Um, so is this, hold on, let's see. There really, I don't have much notes about this. All I have is that we get some little information, a little package about Alyssa and Chris. And Mike says that he did not know how hard Alyssa was going in on Chris. Mm -hmm. um, everyone was just saying how they weren't aware of this and like all the little things that she said on the side, um, they were not aware. Um, and then I go into Noy and Steve about her not wanting to move in 
Uh, Steve says that he was super shocked because, you know, he got in this process to be married. And so when she said she didn't want to move in, he was kind of just like, well, then, like, what are we doing? Mm. Um, so then we transition into Olajuwon. Um, Kevin says, let's talk about you. He gives a big sigh. Um, Kevin asks what the guys think about him and his, you know, his marriage, his experience. Uh, Mark says that he can't say anything. It's not his marriage. Ha, ha, ha. Steve says that Olajuwon has learned a lot through this process and has truly grown. He came into this with a certain level of expectations. Um, and now, you know, those expectations have changed. Um, they make a little quip about how Jasmina has been cooking a lot of things that he's never had before, like lobster tails. Oh, Katina, yeah. I was like, that's very interesting. <laughs> well, Katina goes out to eat, so I'm sure she knows things that are good. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. um, so then we get into Michael and Jasmina. Um, Kevin says that he still stands by um, believing that Michael should have romanced her more. Um, Mark says that he thinks that Mike really just over overthought a lot of things. And he just wishes mm -hmm. that for the next time that Michael would be more relaxed. Um, because he felt like he got really into his head and like really kind of like psyched, psyched himself out and just kind of really like didn't help the situation yeah he was do like, you agree just overthought everything i think he did like really yeah. overthink they, like dude just relax and flow i don't think mark was very relaxed either i think mark was like in a flight well or he fight was yeah state. he was in a trauma <laughs> like stand crisis yeah so he couldn't but i guess since you know mike tech you know mike technically wasn't in a trauma stance or trauma side i mean he was i like, think you mike should be said relaxed. he was freaked out after she said he was aggressive and he was paralyzed with fear oh, um God. So I, I mean, I won't discount that, but I do think he was like really overthinking and trying to make sure he could do everything he could, but then ended up doing nothing. Mm -hmm. So I agree. it's like, you know, dude, like, I don't know. I would be interested to see him date somebody else and see if he is that in his head about it. Mm hmm. Or if he was just like in his head because he was like, I'm getting married. This is my wife. Like, I need to do it right. And I think, and plus he was on TV. Family. Plus he was, oh, no. Plus he was on TV. So I think it was just a lot. Yeah. I think he just wanted it to be good, but like didn't know what to do with Jasmine. She's such a strong personality. Yeah. Um, and she needed someone who was like equally strong, which I thought yeah. he might have been. But I mean, maybe he wasn't. I don't know. Girl, she cut that man down into pieces. And mm. I don't. I don't think it was. I think it was hard. <sighs> yeah. So, do you want to take us into the experts? Yes, the experts come out, y'all. And um, so apparently, there's like a little bit of a purple theme going on. Dr. Pepper and Pastor Cal wearing purple. He's wearing a suit with like purple accents, socks, and a tie. Dr. Pepper is wearing her usual <laughs> blazer scarf combo. It is purple. And then we have Dr. Viviana with a silvery jumpsuit on and I guess some purple earrings and like some dark lipstick. Jeez. Um, where's the jumpsuit from? Do we find out yet? Oh, no, but I will. I'm sure. Hmm, let me stop. I'm I will sure find out. <laughs> I have it right here. Let's see. It is jumpsuit by Eliza J. Dresses at Bloomingdale's. Okay. Jewelry by Xaver Design. Shoes by Steve Madden. Hair and makeup mm -hmm. by her usual makeup girl, Michelle Q. Beauty. Styled by somebody else. Oh. Let's well, see. well, Styled well. Styled by Louisa Barbarski. This woman has styled people. her before. 
Um, oh, yeah, Jepsy by girl. Eliza. Like, it's never anyone that I've ever heard of. She but I forget, she must brain? be like 40 or something. Who, Dr. Viviana? Yeah, maybe she's okay. just an older gal. These earrings um, and bracelets are actually red. I think they read darker on TV. And this mm. sparkly jumpsuit is sequins. So it's a sequin jumpsuit. Um, I thought it was a dress initially, so that tells you. She takes the craziest photos. <laughs> okay, so that's what the experts are wearing um, for this. Oh, let's see. They... Oh, they're going to talk to each couple, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Damn. That's a so lot. Okay. do you want to go into Jasmina and Michael, and then I'll go into... Um... Oh, I was going to cover some of the initial Oh, talking, yeah, the initial talking. That. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> so Kevin's talking to them before anything ever happens, because, you know, we just have hours and time to fill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he asked, what was surprising this season? Dr. Pepper says she was surprised by Lindsay and Mark. Pastor Cal said he was surprised by Alyssa and Chris, and then everyone piggybacks off that. Pastor Cal uh, said they expected, they expect people to try, like when you do the, uh, the process or the experiment, as Alyssa says, and they feel like she didn't even try. And they expect you to at least, you know, give it a shot more so. And I guess she was checked out from the wedding day, so it's not great. Dr. Pepper says she thought Chris was fabulous, and she Dr. Pepper really liked him, apparently, which, again, yes. news to me. I, I, that's, I, that's why I need to watch the matchmaking special so mm -hmm. I can be like, what is she seeing? But it sounds like she really liked him and felt like he would be a great match for anyone. Apparently, none of them thought all four couples would say yes on decision day, but they were excited about that. Pastor Cal also didn't expect anyone to split up after decision day. He thought they got four and they were going to keep four. Wow. Don't know, don't know why That's he thought that. That's shocking. I mean, that, that doesn't usually happen. It's not like everyone who stays together on decision day is still together by the reunion i don't know if that's ever been the case but mm -hmm. he thought it was going to happen this time um dr viviana says she thought Lindsay and mark would work it out they would find their flow and be a little bit healthier after decision day like less toxic without the cameras but i don't think it was ever about the cameras for them besides Lindsay saying that mark was different on camera we see a montage of all the experts speaking to Olajuwon and like trying to tell him things and advise him and him being like just oblivious to what's going on but they say he gets it now and they're really proud of Katina for being patient uh everyone loves Steve just like me um Dr. Rihanna says she was shocked with his insight and thoughtfulness he could be a therapist he has such a calm demeanor and he was very thoughtful uh, Kevin mentions they're still not living together um and we get to you know asked Dr. Perfect more about why her and her husband aren't living together. And she says they're just in a different situation. They're older. They've already raised each of their own kids and they already had two houses. And so they liked where they were at. They just stayed where they were. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Goodness. But she was like, it works for us. We just go over. And I was like, I mean, if I was, if my kids were grown and for some reason I was dating someone, I feel like I might be that same, but like, you know, I'm in my house. Like, I don't know. You can come over. I, <laughs> I can't be, I don't know if I'd be like, let me sell my house and move in with you to your house. Hello. Like, I don't know. Things have changed. You know, it's, it's, we're in a new season, so I don't know. Yeah, sure. she's like, because of that, she still gets excited to see him. And I was like, that probably is nice. You got your whole house to yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm sure and it is. And it's like, you know. 
I can, I have a break from you. I can go to my house. You can go to your house. You know, it's just sounds like know. a match made in heaven. But to her point, you know, wouldn't be recommended for a couple just starting out, like people who are trying to have kids and right. It's it's not conducive for all stages of life. But I think by the time you're, you know, pushing retirement, mm-hmm. I could see that happening. Hello, that's, <laughs> well, I may need to put that into practice. You know, I don't think nothing is wrong with having your own space to just enjoy yourself. Well, Um, plus, like, I just feel like everyone, like, y'all do what y'all want. Like, who am I? Like, I don't have to like anything anybody does. Like, you do what's best for your relationship. I could not go and prosper. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you still want me to do Jasmine and Michael, or you want to do that? I will do Jasmine and Michael. Um, Okay. So Jasmina says that they had some sort of huge blowout. It was a very nasty conversation. Um, Dr. Viviana says, what was it about? And so Jasmina says that she has some sort of training for work. And so she asked to use his laptop. First of all, does she not have a laptop? Um, I don't know if she said something was wrong with hers and she needed his or what the case is. So I guess he said, yeah, you can use it. But then apparently the night before, she calls him and says, when are you going to bring it over? And he says, I didn't know you needed it. And that's why we're divorced. And that's why we're divorced. So then apparently they talked about it. Jasmina said it was very frustrating. So then ultimately he decided to ask for a divorce right after that encounter about the laptop. Wow. Goodness. <laughs> I'm just like, what? So Dr. Viviana <laughs> says, well, that's just communi- that's just miscommunication. Her and Jasmina, <laughs> right. And Jasmina says that Mike says that she didn't put up any effort. Um, and Jasmina says that he didn't text her or call her. Mike asked to respond, and he says the laptop thing. Um, he thought it was ridiculous to go that far. I don't know what that means. So I don't know. What I he think was maybe ridiculous to go that far for like. It sounds like it got really escalated, but but did he not agree stayed- to give her the laptop? Well, I'm, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. It, like, went beyond that. Like, okay, you said you were going to bring it. I didn't know you needed it. Blah, 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 but blah. But she t- Okay, I guess. I yeah. feel like there were, it was, like, extra argument beyond that. Mm. Not just, like, what about my needs? I don't think it was like that. I think it would probably, like, you never do something or I don't know. It just seemed like it didn't, it wasn't like, oh, I didn't know what you needed or I misunderstood or it didn't stay there. So that's why I'm like, what happened? What was said? Yes. Something was said that was like a nail in the coffin. So then he says that um, he like he just felt like he wasn't getting anything from her, so he decided to ask for a divorce. So then Pastor Cal is like, "You guys are treating everything in this marriage like it's fatal, but then also treating the relationship like it's dating." And what was missing was open and honest communication and listening to each other. Mm. Um, basically he just reads them honestly and it all felt very accurate like the perception meters are off it got derailed because they couldn't see what the other person was feeling and both of them are trying to prove that they liked each other Um, Jasmina says that she doesn't want to move forward to see what can happen and that he isn't her person and the experts say just to think about it Um, because it just felt so trivial and again just so foolish like so why did y'all get a divorce because he didn't bring the laptop over that can't be it right but like they're saying it was two weeks after decision day and i guess she also goes into like 
she was putting all this effort in, calling him, texting him. He came over once and sat on the couch, but I guess they didn't like <laughs> sat on the couch. That's what she said. But I guess they didn't have like a sleepover, or maybe he didn't bring dinner, or she never went over there with his roommates. I'm not sure what happened, but it seems like this instance was like the the, the facade for all that stuff that had built up. Right. But he, I get, he's the one that asked for the divorce, so. I just I don't, don't understand I don't what's know. happening. I'm so confused. Like, truly. Something, I feel like we'll learn more, but I agree with Pastor Cal in this instance that it's like, y'all aren't ready for, to be to be married because no. if you're going to end a whole marriage over, I didn't know you needed a laptop or whatever. Like, is that is that what we're doing? Yeah, I just honestly like they both need to grow up. I mean, so. I mean and if so, I'm glad we've ended just grow it now up. because I would hate for something to happen down the line. It's like, well, you didn't take the chicken out the refrigerator, so you don't care about me. <laughs> <laughs> right? Know? Like, I asked you to take this chicken out the fucking fridge. You didn't. How so. am I supposed to cook it? What are we right. going to eat? We're going to starve. You don't care you. about me, so let's get a divorce because, you know, it's that's the chicken. That's what I'm saying. If it's like that fragile, that like something. And that's the thing. Like, if you didn't have a husband, girl, how would you be doing your training? Where is so your confused. laptop? Or maybe it was I, I, a laptop cord. I don't know what. Just happened. so many questions. Matter. I was like, you don't have a laptop. Like I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> just trying to figure out what's happening here. Yeah, but I agree with Michael. Like, I don't know if she mentioned divorce and that's why he called back and was like, that's fine or what. But he, it sounds like he gets like, like this is not something you want to end a marriage over. But words were said. So. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think. Aside from, like, the lack of romance, I think they do have a pretty good dynamic and they get along well. So I'm like, you know. The side of romance. (laughs) Dr. Viviana, though, I feel like was really heavily pressuring them to, like, think about it. And I was like, I don't know if it's, I don't know if that's helping anything. Um... I don't know. I hope maybe they can both like have a couple drinks. That is one thing that I think we got last season where people would like drink and have fun. They just need to have sex. Like what is? Well, that's what I'm saying. You remember that other couple went to the pool last season? Oh, uh, Michaela and Zach. Oh yeah, like they had like a couple cute dates where it was like okay, they're trying. Oh, it was vibey. It was vibey. Yeah, where they're like you know trying to get things back together we're like let's put an effort forth and i don't think we ever saw that with um michael and jasmine even michaela and zach even though they weren't they liked each other they went to see the, the what is it the goats and the the pool and you know Such weirdos the ship has sailed <laughs> but they were they were trying they were both trying and so i'm like y'all did y'all i don't know huh. and i guess Mika- uh not michaela and zach um Jasmine and Michael playing Scrabble in bed, so just different different levels of how people are willing to work together. Um, but Jasmina also says she doesn't want to see if it's possible. Right. She was just like the door's she, closed. I was like, damn, really? I mean, at this point, it's like, what is the point? Like, what's what's the point? I mean, I guess she, uh, well, to your point, like them having sex. Okay, so is she curious about sex or is she just so turned so, off? Girl. But I was looking at his body later on and there was like a, a scene where they were at the pool and I was like, so you don't even want to try. <laughs> like, That's what I'm saying. You don't <laughs> even want to see what could be. 
That's what I would say. I'm like, That's you know, shame, well, girl. you know, you've seen this man. Sh- I've seen this man shirtless. So I'm sure you've seen right. him shirtless. You probably seen more than me because y'all live together and y'all sleeping together. And you ain't even curious. It's a shame. It's truly a shame. You you don't want to. You don't want to give it a go? She said no. She don't want nothing from him. I'm like, well, girl. That's, that's not good, girl. But I mean, well, that's the thing. I'm like, you... have they even made out? Have y'all even no. like touched tongues? Or y'all just be like, touch tongues? <laughs> he was lighting them candles every night. <laughs> Faithfully. Poor baby. That <laughs> Trying man. to keep the marriage alive. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. I really do. And for her. Both just sitting there miserable. But at the same time, it's like, I do not think that he handled that first month well. Now, I was not under, I That's was not true. aware that he just completely shut down. Like, what the yeah. fuck? That's I mean, good. that would have been a time to call somebody in and be like, look, we, he not talk. If it would have been three days, I'm like, he's not saying anything. Right. He, no, all he's not. telling me is hello and goodbye, and that's not going to work for me. So Yeah, you have to what call the interpreter. But that's the thing. They're both so stubborn and immature. It's like, neither one of them is going to give. Yeah. Which is just unfortunate because y'all could have done some back massages in the bed. Y'all could have, you know, done something. But y'all didn't try. So. It's quite a shame. Truly. <sighs> what can you do? Okay. <clears throat> we go to Alyssa and Chris who have <laughs> the shortest marriage in history. Oh, I think one other comment on Jasmine and Michael. They were sitting on like a love seat mm-hmm. and the love seat has these little pillows on the sides. And I think they're one of them moved the pillow that was on the side to in between them. And oh, I was like, no. oh. It was I think it was Michael because the pillow Damn. was like under his butt almost. And I was like, oh, this this is not good body language. Well, um I guess that's that. Because Alyssa and Chris, the pillow the little Were they even all the same? I thought they was on different couches, to be perfectly honest. I mean, I think they can sit together. I think Chris is very mature. Yeah. He's absolutely. Just completely over her. Um, apparently they have the shortest marriage in married first sight history of 10 days. Um, I think that's accurate. I think everybody else has made it to decision day. Jeez. Even Paige and Chris. Oh, that's true. Damn. Wow. Um, okay. So Dr. Pepper, you know, tells Alyssa that she thought she was giving her a terrific husband and she wants to understand like why, why they, why Alyssa felt that Chris was a failure to her. And she says, the list matched up well. On paper, everything looked great. Blah, blah, blah. Alyssa says, I respectfully disagree. And she's like, my answers and core values don't align with him and who he is. Dr. Viviana doubles down. She's like, he's exactly what you asked for. And Alyssa's like, well, no, he's not. Dr. Viviana pulls up receipts. She apparently has Alyssa's questionnaire pulled up on her phone. And she's like, here's what you asked for. Compassionate, funny, giving, hardworking, and loyal. And the whole time she's naming these things, Alyssa's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And she's like, so where, why are you seeing that? And Alyssa says that I didn't feel loyalty from him. Mm. And everyone's like, what the fuck do you mean? She starts crying, though, because crying will get you out of situations. Right. So then she's crying, and she's like... I the only reason I'm sitting here is because I was told I wasn't going to be attacked and I feel like I'm being attacked right now and I don't know how to articulate myself any better and she said this a couple times now where she's saying like I just didn't explain it well I don't know how to explain myself and it seems like she doesn't want to say what we know what we know the deal is yeah so this is her new thing instead of saying I'm a good person it's like I don't know how to explain it um so Dr. Fabiana's like we're just asking you 
a question. We're just trying to see like what you're saying, blah, 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 blah. Um, and she says that her, Alyssa thinking that they didn't give her anything she asked for is an error. Dr. Rihanna is a really strong personality. I don't yeah. know how this works with her in a therapy session because you cannot argue with your clients like Correct. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is like, what you're saying is that you can't just tell people they're wrong. Like, mm. <laughs> you can't do that. Um, Pastor Cal asks, you know, well, what are your core values? Alyssa says, I don't want to discuss it. And Pastor Cal says, well, I match people based on values. So that's what I'm asking. Um, Chris, we, he chimes in very quickly. He's like, you know, no one's going to be 100%. You have to dig through. And he gives words of wisdom, you know, figure out why you're matched, all that good stuff. Alyssa says she feels sad for both of them because she wanted to find her person. Dr. Pepper is like, well, we didn't know you had such a narrow vision of who you wanted or we wouldn't have matched you. And Alyssa's like, well, yeah, I didn't want to be matched if I wasn't going to be matched to what I wanted. Um, she's like, you guys didn't match me appropriately. And she goes on to say she's a good person and she wasn't shown as that. Dr. Pepper's like, well, no one put words in your mouth. So these... Goodness. I'm like, <laughs> all right, Dr. Viviano, we're going back and forth. We're on. We're filming. <laughs> well, no, this is Dr. Pepper at this point who's like, no oh, one put words in your mouth and made you say that. So true. it's like both of them. I think the only one who isn't really saying much is Pastor yeah, Cal. Yeah, Pastor Cal. Yeah. Um, Chris said he was excited and he had a lot of energy he was wanting to put into the marriage and he didn't get to. He also says he would not sign up for this process again. He's done. He writes it off. Um, so it's going about that great. But Alyssa and Chris don't have any actual conversation between them. It's just it's like you sit on the subway next to a stranger. Ciao. Mm-hmm. So then we transition into Lindsay and Mark and the experts. Ooh, hang on, you guys. We're in for a ride. So uh, Viviana asks the question about how they both knew the relationship was over. Lindsay says that on her birthday, she had a request for the house to be finished um, by her birthday, and she wanted to have dinner and a massage. Apparently, her birthday came, and Mark gave her an IOU. I guess he couldn't deliver. And then six weeks later, he still had not given her, I guess, the dinner and the massage. She says that he said that, I don't know if you can stay here anymore. You don't have any rights to this place. I'm like, Lindsay, this makes no sense. So then Mark says that after decision day, they spent a week getting the house together. And Mark says there were too many threats made in the house. Apparently they got into an argument about him going back to work because he was going to go back and do split shifts. Um, he says that she asked him if, no, apparently she said that if he went back to that job, then she wanted a divorce. She says that he said that he would have to go back to split shifts and they were going to have to move again. And she was like, I don't want to move again. I just moved here. Mark says that he would never throw anyone out on the street. And she stayed in his apartment for three months and could have stayed longer. Pastor Cal says that these two people have obviously lost respect for one another. He says they have both destroyed the marriage. Mark said that it got too violent and threatening and it's the worst he's ever felt and experienced and it's the worst he's ever been bullied in his life. Lindsay says that she goes into fight mode versus flight mode and Dr. Pepper says that when Lindsay is hurt, her response is to lash out and go for the jugular and it's not fun to watch or receive. Dr. Pepper says the stuff will kill a relationship and will hurt her in the, in the long run. Lindsay says that she agrees. 
Mark starts to tear up and Mark says that he hates reliving what happened and that it's too much. He says it was very traumatic. Lindsay looks like she wants to like slug him or something. Dr. Viviana (laughs) says, you know, so then I think someone asks Lindsay, you know, how she feels about Mark tearing up. And she says, well, can I be honest? And Dr. Viviana says, well, let's not be honest if you're not going to have tact. So then, after, so then Pastor Cal is like, well, no, let her speak. And I'm like, what? This It got really weird here, you guys. So then Lindsay says that she tells Dr. Viviana, first of all, you cut me off. And she's like, let me speak. And Lindsay says she doesn't think. She's said think, this before, right? Like they've had a little tiff because they've Dr. Had, was getting too hot. They've gone back and forth before. Um, Lindsay says that she doesn't think that Mark is being genuine. And Viviana, Dr. Viviana says, well, that's one more dig. Uh, you know, you just can't stop. Lindsay, Lindsay says that's how she feels. And Pastor Cal says that's because you've lost respect and empathy for him. And she's like, well, I don't respect him. Hmm. How do you mm-hmm. feel about that? Oh, I mean, Dr. Rihanna and Pastor Cal, maybe that's why Dr. Pepper's in between them because they have very, two very different viewpoints yeah. on things. Um, but, I mean, I wish you would let Lindsay speak. Let Lindsay dig her own hole. Lindsay knows what's, you know, appropriate and what's not. She knows right from wrong. Um, and I also agree with Pastor Cal that they both ruined the marriage. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, they're done. Yeah, I mean, like, like there's nothing left there's, to say. There's no hope. Because the way they've interacted with each other and and all that is just, it's bad. It's so bad. Um, And I think Mark, even when he started off and he was saying, like, you know, we did the week on the house because it wasn't up to her standards, which, you know, he's very attached to these family heirloom items. Mm -hmm. Um, And... I don't believe he was threatening to put her on the street, even though she was saying that. I don't think that's true. She, like, I she think. doesn't know how to how to relay, like, uh, uh, like what happened. Like, she always gets things wrong. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm like, this man happened. did not threaten to put anybody on the street. No, um, he didn't. He said, he, I believe he said he could charge you rent because he could. And he, yeah, I believe he said, true. you know, you don't have any rights to this because it's my family's house that's and true, I can true. charge you rent because that's facts, facts, facts. Yeah. Um, but she's like trying to play the victim and say, well, well, Mark, my my apartment, I just gave it up. And I guess she lived there for three months and he, where did he yeah, live? I guess, I don't know, maybe he moved. But then again, it, it did get a little confusing because he was like, yeah, if I do this job, I'm going to have to move again. And it's like, what? I y'all guess just, y'all just did like the house. Was too far. But they just did the house. So I too would be a little confused. So like, so what are, what's happening here? Yeah, I mean, I know she didn't want him to do the split shifts and she doesn't want him to work in the industry and doesn't care about anything that he does as far right. as work yeah. which is also pretty demeaning to your partner to be like well fuck what you do indeed and I just need you to focus on me in this marriage um, it's just a shitty thing to say to somebody even if you feel that way even if you're not interested you don't have to say like it doesn't matter what you do because Mark has been passionate about it he's been a fitness forever y'all remember he was taking those steroids he told us about so this is this is something that he does, but Lindsay is is very volatile, and Mark doesn't know how to stand up to her, and <sighs> I don't know. It's it's just done and over with. Mark says that you know he's learned to be clear 
moving forward about what he will and won't tolerate and just just speak up more. Yeah, I did like in the scene though, this suit that he has on is casual, whatever, really brings out the color in his eyes. It was going really well together, um, as we were getting the close ups on him. But Lindsay in this cape dress, I still don't like it. Her in these dresses, I'm just I just don't understand it. <laughs> I think she went to shop somewhere different than everyone else. Like, uh, what's like an old lady, like a department store, like for old ladies? Is there like one like Chico's or something? Did I just make that up? Oh, Chico's is something. I would hope Chico's wouldn't have something like that. Chico's <laughs> is, I don't think they do like formal, but maybe they do. Um, I feel like this is given like Dillard's mm. or like J.C. Penny kind of like stuff. You would Interesting. See. I don't know. I don't know, but it's this caped gown. <laughs> Anywho's. Yeah, it's donezo for them. Um, we finally get the entire cast on the stage. Um, where I guess this is the part we get to wrap everything up with the boat. They talk about how much fun they had at the retreat. Uh, Mark was DJing. They had a little, little cookout. Looks like everybody was dancing and bopping around. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it looked like it was a fun time for them. We... <laughs> Get that clip of um, Lindsay, well, Lindsay and Elijah having their fight, their first fight, because she's telling them how to speak Spanish, and Elijah was like, you don't tell other adults what to do. They ask Elijah, do you remember that? And he's like, hola. <laughs> so, I mean, this, this Elijah not knowing words, and Katina not knowing words either. They're just a lost cause. But he says, hola. They're, they're a match like, no, made in heaven. <laughs> They're like, no, C is the correct answer. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Mark looks afraid because he's sitting by Lindsay again. Um, Elijah says they learned, he and Lindsay learned their own boundaries with each other. And he gets her and they've had a one-on-one. They've cleared out all the, all the bad air between them. Elijah also says he gave Lindsay and Mark a lot of therapy, just like he did for Jasmine and Michael. So... Apparently, when the experts couldn't be bothered, we turned to Elajuan, which everyone can see why that'd be error-filled. Um, but they're like, so Elajuan, why didn't the couple stay together? And he's like, because I'm not an expert. We also get this clip of Elajuan not knowing Katina's name at the honeymoon, I guess. He's like, yeah, my wife, Janita. And that, then he calls her That <laughs> was so wild. <laughs> I was just like, what? Connect? He doesn't Jeanette? know. He doesn't know regular things. Oh, my so. goodness. I was like, wow. So, Janita, Jeanette, Kanet, somebody, and they finally tell him Katina, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Katina. And she's like, well, that makes sense, because he was calling me wife the whole time. Yes. <laughs> Which is true. Every time he would do, like, a talking head, he'd be like, my wife, my wife, my wife. And everyone, however, agrees that he's bad with names, and he doesn't. He just doesn't know people's names. He doesn't take the time to learn people's names. Right. Which I think says a lot about him. Um, because this is your wife. This is the person you're married to. The least you could do is, if you know you don't know her name, make it a point to write it down. And remember <laughs> it. <laughs> if you know, like, I don't know what this woman's name is. Like, try to ask somebody to say it, you know. I'm sure with the way you produce a show, names are written down various places. So I just can't imagine that. I don't know, but I guess maybe there's so many people he didn't know whose yeah. name goes with who. It was just a lot going on. He he had no producers, there's yeah, cast, you know, chaotic. There's... Sure, 
Sure. Um, we get the footage of Lindsay and Mark arguing at the bowling alley. And if you guys remember that scene, it started off as like an argument, I think, in between takes. And mm-hmm. she storms off into the bathroom and she's like really saying a lot of mean things. Um, they ask her if she went too far. She's very hesitant to admit that her behavior was bad. And she just feels like, you know, that was her thoughts in the moment, I guess. Mark says he feels bad that she spoke that way. Um, she says she feels bad, but he's like, it doesn't seem that way. And Kevin's like, well, you should apologize. He's right there. She looks around like, I'm not about to apologize this man. It takes Elijah one of all people to say like, you need to do it, you know, for accountability, hold yourself accountable. He's trying to like really encourage her. And finally she's like, well, I'm sorry. I hurt your feelings and got angry so quickly. Steve jumps in and he's like, well, Mark, is there anything else you need an apology for? Right. Which I'm like, y'all, stop. And Mark's like, no, no, I'm good. And they're like, are you sure, Mark? And they're really pushing him. And he's like, no, no, I'm good. And then this whole incident of the spit thing comes up. She's like, I did not spit on him. And she says that she was, I guess, from her point of view, they got heated and close to each other were in each other's faces. And that's what happened. Um, but she's like, I would never spit on you. And I guess maybe to her credit, she hadn't spit on him thus far. And she, I don't think she's threatened to spit on anybody. So maybe that didn't happen. And maybe it was just she was talking mm-hmm. and spit landed. Perhaps. Because I feel like how hard could you? It can be that hard to miss your face. Yeah, that's true. And that's like, because if that was the case, I feel like he would have said she tried to spit in my face. But she spit on his shirt, which I don't know if that means anything. Yeah, I'm I'm really confused about that. Like, I mean, technically, if I'm like really in it, I may, you know, some something may fall out my mouth as well. But I mean, I don't know if that means I spit on. I don't know. I'm confused. Yeah, who knows? I mean, so there's that instance where they're kind of pushing her to apologize for that. And Elijah was like, you know, you have to think about what you're doing it looks bad if you're not holding yourself accountable and um he was good to you blah 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 he's basically like you know do the right thing don't don't just be a jackass to be a jackass so then she continues to apologize and she's you know hey i want to apologize for a spit that landed on you due to close (laughs) contact is what she says jeez um so there's that and then we go into a lot of nonsense quite after that um i'll just cover it very quickly we get footage of the intimacy exercises from dr viviana uh for you all who don't remember noah was saying she wants to have sex in a public place katina was doing body shots off olajuwon jasmina and michael were doing that hugging exercise thing like just nothing actively intimate but just like sinking their breathing and things like that um, we have Lindsay putting the ball gag on Mark, marking this candy bikini. He seems very happy in this candy bikini. That was bikini. hysterical. Probably the the like, happiest wow. I've seen him the whole season. That's quite a lot. <laughs> he has the top on, which we didn't see that before. I think before we saw him with like the bottoms on over his shorts, but he has the top, <laughs> the top on his little chest. And he's excited. Lot. He's having a great time. Quite um, a lot. <laughs> Uh, it was a good time, I guess, for him to, to do I guess he felt like he was in the mood, so that's good. Um, Noy and Steve essentially say that they've checked their box of having 
sex in a semi-public place. They don't reveal too much about when and where, but something happened. Um, and then Kevin goes into some tweets. <sighs> do you want to do these tweets? Um, I did not catch the tweets. Great. Kevin goes into some tweets from the public. He doesn't at them, so... I don't even know if those were real. Um... Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. So some of the comments are Noise face when Steve or Steve's face when Noise says she doesn't like to camp, how he looks like if looks could kill, something like that. Talking about Steve's LED lights. I completely forgot about those throughout the course of the season. But he's like obsessed with those. There was uh, a moment where it was talked about the stain on Elijah's draws on the wedding night. So they give Elijah Wan a chance to tell us what happened there mm-hmm. because and twitter was ablaze with this this conversation so they could have easily picked a tweet out he says he had a pin in his pocket that day and the pin bust and that's why that was on the side of his underwear <laughs> um but he didn't realize that i guess when he said he was doing his superman jump into the bed so i don't know i don't oh, know if I and he had a white though, pin but- so like pen? a like a gel pen because it looked white right no it looked brown so it didn't look like black or like blue yeah i don't that and it I don't looked know. like it looked like it had been like like if it was a black stain it looked like it had been washed out maybe like i don't know but so that's what he says happened um just the pen broke in his pocket but it wasn't mm-hmm. like a pen color whether it was white whether it was pink it wasn't like a black or blue um that's weird oh <laughs> what'd you say i said that's just really strange i don't know it is strange i don't know if i believe it so yeah. i mean i don't know what else that could be but i was just like that's weird it could yeah i don't know because it was on the side it wasn't like necessarily like where his butt is like his butt crack so right it's not like skid mark it was just like on his hip more so but it's like what is it you know why'd you wear those for your wedding night um so there's also it also comes up mark saying that he wants to go slow after they had already had sex that he wants to slow it down and he was saying you know i wanted to be open and honest with her because i just felt like you know that was the right thing to do and how that kind of changed things for Lindsay. um also there's the brief clip or somebody tweeted about jasmina saying now michael and she goes into her whole thing of uh, the reason she said it that way was because she felt like it, it wasn't true. So whatever he said wasn't true. So she was like, now, Michael, how are you just going to sit up there and say this <laughs> and say that? So those are some of the tweets we went over. After that, there's bloopers, fun moments, <laughs> just things we hadn't seen through the season. Nothing really of note, just people having fun. Right. And then we get a preview of San Diego season. And apparently next week they're doing a Where Are They Now? We will not be covering that. Um... But from what it looks like with Where Are They Now, it looks like some cast, some current cast members are dating previous cast members. Um, so there's that. I think both Chris and Alyssa are dating people from previous seasons is what they're alluding to. Whew. Anything else to add on? No, that was it. This was just such a strange season. I'm not sure if it was pretty successful i i just don't know like it was just a lot of toxicity 
Mm. Um, a lot of broken families. Um, and I just hope that everyone takes care of themselves. Yeah. I think I would hope what they've learned from this season is these people need regular ongoing intervention. I guess I'm okay that we're adding more experts, but I didn't hear that we added like, you know, I didn't hear. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. This is all for drama. It's not, they don't care. That's the thing. Like I would enjoy if they had uh, therapy sessions during the season that like we could peek in on. Um, if they need to, that, there's a woman on, uh, couples therapy on Showtime, I think it is, or maybe mm-hmm. that's HBO show. Yeah, I, I heard know. about that. Yeah, she's really, really good, and she's really present with the couples she's working with, and of course the goal with couples therapy is not to stay married, but it's just to, you know, figure out what to do next in your, in your relationship, so. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they'll consider at some point, I'm sure they've heard multiple times that they need to have these people sitting down and talking with someone. It's natural to have conflict when you're forced to be around someone you've never met before. Right. But they don't really give them any tools to, like, deal with the conflict. I think Michael mentioned that before, too. Like, when the whole aggressive thing came up, he said he didn't feel like he had the tools to deal with it. And I believe, I don't think this man's ever been in therapy, even though he's been through all the trauma that he has. And so that's probably why he shut down, but that could have been avoided had we been having our regular routine check-ins with our licensed therapist. So I don't know. I don't know what to think of this season. It's, I think it was a hard season to watch. It was. I agree. Uh, it was pretty tough. Speaking of watch, have you had a chance to watch anything or have you just been having a... <sighs> I have not, you guys. I have not. I've been traveling this week for work, so the only thing I've been watching, um, I'm trying to think. I did watch some Housewives this past week in passing, which I said last week, um, but I haven't had a chance to watch anything new, so forgive me. But what have you been watching? Oh, Love on the Spectrum has a U.S. season, so I've been watching that. Love on the Spectrum is about adults with autism dating living their lives the first two seasons on netflix are based in australia so this is just the u.s version so it's good it's entertaining um yeah it's a light easy watch um a little even refreshing because a lot of times people with autism don't understand a lot of nuance so it's just very pure like their perceptions of the world a lot of things are like same same this one guy he made a comment he's like i like to find someone attractive so that i don't feel the desire to avert my gaze from them and i was like exactly yes that someone attractive so you don't have to look away so simple um but that's what i've been watching and then i think i'm gonna really enjoy this break between now and next season mm-hmm. but i'll go back and watch the matchmaking special and see see what happened there if they were just totally oblivious or if people have just misrepresented themselves and i think it may be the latter i'm thinking so i'm thinking so but i'm gonna see what happened anyway okay well you guys it's been a pretty heavy week so just take care of yourselves and um we'll be back oh shit i guess we'll be back in july yeah yeah, That's we'll be true. back in July. Um, catch us on social media. I'm sure we'll post some random random shenanigans on there. And then we'll see you guys for, what is this, Meredith for Sight season? Season 15. Season 15. Wow. They need to find an exit strategy soon. All right, well. <laughs> we'll see y'all later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.